This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV, And our radio website and TV website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Now, to find out about all the great programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net and you're listening to us around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Talkstar Radio, Mutual Broadcast Network, in Belgium, Radio X, and across Europe and Asia on Euro, uh, Euro Radio TV. My first guest tonight, Exxon Nation, is Erica Gray. She is an evangelical Christian author, journalist, Bible prophecy expert, and commentator who offers Bible prophecy news and analysis from a geopolitical perspective. She models her work on the ancient biblical magi, who were the academics, analysts, and the Bible scholars in the days of Herod. Her website is www.ericagray.com. And Erica, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you for having me. Tell me a little bit about yourself and what was it that put you on the path that you're presently on? Actually, before I became a born-again Christian, Bible prophecy had fascinated me. Mm -hmm. I picked up the book of Revelation when I was about 13 years old and was just intrigued by the mysterious writings. So I consider the start prior to my becoming born again, and then after becoming a born-again Christian, that just launched it. Now, your book is based on on events predicted in the book of Revelation. And there are many people who say the book of Revelation is just a, uh, a story, a metaphor of what could happen. The events in the, in the book of Revelation do not depict the world in actuality. What's your take on that? Oh, it absolutely does. But you're comparing to come up with a theology or mm-hmm. with a teaching, you're comparing Scripture with Scripture, and you're going into the depths of Scripture. 
So that is not true because all of the scriptures align. And when you take the fact that the book, the Bible, was written over a 3,000-year time span, Mm -hmm. over several different continents, and you have this continuity, that in itself makes the Bible a very mysterious but powerful wonder of the world because of its consistent language from prophet to prophet, from book to book, no matter what year it's written. And that is why the book of Revelation is a sure book, because it lines with these other books from these other times in these other languages written on other continents. All right, if the Bible is the book that you purport it to be, why isn't it universal? Why isn't the why isn't it the book of religion around the world? Because you have the spiritual warfare that is going on on the earth, mm-hmm. and you have the false, so many false teachings. You have the devil who is the adversary, mm-hmm. who is the father of lies, and is putting out so much, and people are deceived. But how do we know it's not the Bible who is the deceptor in this case? Because there is a lot of false news out there, fake news. So how do we know this isn't a very early edition of fake news? Because, again, the um, scripture, well, you have the historical facts mm-hmm. of that verify different things that are written in scripture. You have the testimony of believers, believers who will witness to the fact mm-hmm. that they've had an experience with Jesus Christ. You have a book that... Literally, they tried to annihilate. The book has survived. There's all these different facts through the ages. I mean, there's never been a book that's been so hated, and yet the book is still in existence. All right, stand by. We've got to take our first commercial break. Exxon Nation, Erica Gray is our special guest. Her website is www.ericagray.com. That's E-R-I-K-A-G-R-E-Y.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, X-Zone Nation, the X-Chronicles newspaper is now available for July 2017. To get your copy, go to www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. Network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN TV. For more information on the X Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, 
X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Explanation Erica Gray is our special guest this hour, www.ericagray.com. Erica, before we went to the commercial break, we were talking about the validity of the Bible. And uh, I, I, I agree with you. That is just one of the most popular books on this planet and it has been for some time. But we also know that the words of the Bible have been edited time and time and time again. So how can we take the verbiage in the Bible for the gospel truth, so to speak? Because it's a supernatural book, and Bible prophecy proves that. The fact of what has been written and what has been predicted, and watching Bible prophecy unfold, as you study the scriptures and you find the layers and the depth, it is truly a living word, as the book itself says. This is not like any other words that you will. It it translates, it transfers into every language in the world. And all that that does is just lend to more of the depth of the meaning. Do you think it does the, not take from it. Do you think the Bible should be used as a yes. model of how to be a, to be a good person? Yes, those principles are in the scripture because the scripture mm-hmm. talks a good deal about love. And it's interesting yeah. that we have to be told to love over and over again, because we need to be reminded of this, because in our nature, it's not, that's not the initial instinct of Mm -hmm. most of us. So do you believe everything in the Bible verbatim? Yes. So you agree with the, uh, the account of Genesis in the Bible? Yes. Why? Because it's God's word, and the How, God of the Bible wait a is an here. esoteric God. I mean, that's the mistake that a lot mm. of people make, and I kind of feel it's where you're heading, is that we're supposed to understand this supreme being. He's well, actually very esoteric. But he's not very nice. You know, if you look at biblical history, as I have over the many years, you find out that the God of the Old Testament is a very mean, vengeful God, a very, a very self-centered God. You know, and if he was the creator of all, that would mean all animals, all living things on this planet. And if if he did to the Egyptians and other people, the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, and, and the list goes on and on, the number of deaths that he brought on, that's one hell of a poor way to give an example of being a father to your children, isn't it? That's your opinion. But that comes from the Bible. A, that comes from the Bible. He is a just, he is a just God. But does we being don't just... know the details of Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, that society was so far gone, it uh-huh. had to be destroyed. Well, wait a second. Hold and, on here. Hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on. You, you can't have it both ways. You're, you say you're a believer and everything is verbatim. And I asked you that. And here you've got 
a God who destroys his people in Sodom and Gomorrah, children alike. Then you've got the case where he flooded the entire earth, killing animals, humans alike, except for his chosen people, Noah and his family. And then you have all the Egyptians that, that were killed either by the plague or go, crossing in, you know, following the, the Israelites into, into the promised land. And the list goes on. And I can't understand that. I'm a father. I have six children, and I love my children dearly. I love my grandchildren dearly. I love people. I would never, ever consider killing any of my family nor anyone else. Well, let me add to that. The revelation is all about judgment. And you're talking during the revelation, Mm -hmm. one-fourth of the world's population is going to be annihilated in some horrific plagues. But But this is what we don't understand. He is a just God. How can you say he's a just God if one-fourth of the entire population is going to be annihilated? To me, that's not being a just God. That's being a tyrant. That's your opinion. He's a just God. And maybe you would live in a world where you would just let it run amok and you would let that world be lawless and you would let little kids be uh, taken for, excuse me, you would let little Mm -hmm. kids be abused by pedophiles and all kinds of things. But he is not going to keep allowing this. I'm sorry. Let me just tell you something. Maybe that's a kind of world. And the reality is the Mm -hmm. world is not a nice place. You're right. You're right. And And ugly things happen all of the time. And there's and God knows this. This is why the days on this earth Mm -hmm. are numbered. If you want to believe that. And as you know, and I know, Christianity and the belief in Christ is not the largest religion on this planet. And for another thing, and for another thing. I do not agree with pedophilia. I do not agree with abuse. I was my former police officer. And I used to get the greatest, greatest um, satisfaction in putting those kind of people and other criminals behind bars in the judicial system. So don't tell me about, you know, uh, liking pedophilia and liking child well, abuse. How much is the God, is God supposed to stand? The Bible says that these things will come when the transgressors have come to the full. And if you read the account mm-hmm. in Sodom and Gomorrah, mm-hmm. you would see that the level of immorality was so great that it couldn't continue. And you as a father mm-hmm. would not want your kids in that environment or any kids in that environment. I agree. And sometimes, yes, God has to destroy the creation because the creation just embarks on so much sin and we're beginning to see it. And you as a police officer Mm -hmm. had to deal with it. No, I didn't have to deal with it. I dealt it because I dealt with it because I wanted to. I wanted to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. And that's wonderful. And that's great. But the problem is the sin and the sin mm-hmm. is, as the scripture but says, is going ask to you, come to the full. Let me ask you something. Are you a mother? Yes. Would you ever kill one of your children because they did something wrong? No. So why did the God that everyone who believes in him reveres justifies the fact that he kills his children? What's the sense behind that? A lot of people go through a lot of suffering. Mm-hmm. And if everybody was angry at God because of their suffering, mm-hmm. 
we would all be angry at God. There's a lot of things in this life that are not fair. And you could look at God as the author of that. I look at God as being the main character in a book that was authored by man. That's then why you're I, not familiar with the book. I am because very familiar the with the book. I look at it a supernatural book. I look at the book as being written by a group of people who did not have the knowledge that we have today. And I have asked scholars, I have asked theologians, I have asked everyone I could think of, what would happen if the Bible had not been written until today? How would the Bible be written? And the answer is, it wouldn't. The knowledge, you underestimate the knowledge of ancient societies. In some ways, the mm -hmm. ancient societies were advanced in levels that we can't comprehend. And just looking at the workmanship that was left behind, I don't know that you would have anyone today who would be able to recreate that with their hands, mm -hmm. what was done by the ancients. And there was all kinds of things that they are discovering. So I don't look at them as, as we are superior knowledge-wise. There were things that were discovered that is just astounding. Then how come then that then how come their cultures, their societies did not last? Has any culture or society lasted? No, that's Name my point one that you lasted. see that is my point exactly. If they were so highly advanced and if they had all this knowledge, then they would have survived. But I think what what we're looking at here is we're looking at a desire to understand the unknown. And when we go back to the time of Moses who wrote the first four books of the Bible, he knew very little. He knew very little. We know for a fact that a flood did not cover the entire earth. We know for a fact that based on the size of the ark in the Bible, that all the animals, all the insects in the world would never have fit in it. We know that. We don't know that. Sure, we for do. A fact. Yeah, we do. We do. Scientists, no, we scientists have no, proven it. Scientists we don't have know proven that it. For a fact. Time and, and there time are and time other people again. who come out with facts that state that those things did happen. So it all depends on your viewpoint. Or if you want to be a believer, or if you want to be a realist. Right? It's a matter of belief. If you want to believe, that is your right. That is your opportunity. That is. You're, you're given right under the, the laws of the United States and the laws of Canada. But I consider myself a realist as well. It's, and I view that as making sense. That is your opinion. Well, the Bible that, depicts a, that prior to the flood, mm -hmm. man lived a long time. Mm -hmm. There was a ring around the earth, apparently, and the great deluge brought that down, mm -hmm. and afterwards we see the lifespan of man decreasing. And that kind of water would give uh, would be the reason for fossils and different things. But according to scientists, for the Earth to be covered totally, I mean totally, with water, that water would not have evaporated. Because there would be the constant supply of rain, humidity, rain, humidity, rain, humidity. It makes no sense. Now, if 
they want to change the version and say it was a localized flood, maybe. But to say it was a worldwide flood, there's no proof of that. We don't know the conditions. And scientists, just like doctors, Mm -hmm. you have the same issue. People go to the doctors and the doctors are the answer to everything. It's all just based on whatever they're taught, whatever they study. Just like and those the scientists who, mm-hmm. don't have, and it's differing views. It's it's not concrete. Just like those who believe in the Bible, it's differing views. Exactly. It's not concrete. I'm a, I'm a Bible scholar. I'll come out and teach, and exactly. And people like you and mm-hmm. others will say it's not exact. Well, it's the same. I have that same view of science. I just did a piece. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe uh, that actually had to do with the mark of the beast. And I couldn't believe the things that scientists were coming out with. It was just ridiculous. Why was it ridiculous? The matrix coming to the place where AI is going to take over humanity, mm-hmm. where man will achieve everlasting life through yeah. technology. Yeah, let's call it ridiculous. Transfer- Why is it ridiculous? And it, and it sounds like... You know, they talk about those of us who believe the Bible mm-hmm. as sounding like we're believing something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing sounds more ridiculous than what some of these men out of MIT and Harvard are stating. Well, these and are none, these... And many of these experts, by the way, in any field mm-hmm. have been wrong. Look at the experts in the field of finance. You had the 2008 disaster. Sure. and I agree. I agree. But we can also look at the the prophecies and predictions that have been said throughout time by so-called biblical scholars that have been wrong as well, too. So let's take a commercial break, cool yeah. down a little okay. bit, and we'll be right back. Exo Nation, this is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Um, Erica Gray is our guest, E-R-I-K-A-G-R-E-Y.com, and we'll be back after this news break. Don't go away. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Explanation, Erica Gray is our guest to this hour, www.ericagray.com. And before we went to the break, we were talking about uh, the beast, the mark of the beast. We were talking about trans, uh, transhumanization, as the guys at MIT are talking about. And you know what? These are the same guys 
who talked about the internet. These are the same guys who talked about cell phones. These are the same guys who talked about the computers that got us to the moon. So they've got a pretty good batting average compared to the, to the prophecies of old. Well, I'm glad that you put them on a scale or on a level of being gods. I put them higher. And knowing because, everything. No, no, I give them a higher level than God because I can talk to them. I can see them. I know they're real. They do not, they're not a, an invisible force that want to be glorified. You're right. I do put them on a higher level. Yeah, you really do. It sounds like you've made them gods. I'm glad that they've achieved that status in your eyes. Well, no, it hasn't. It's not they who achieve that status. Maybe you'll it's, make a statue to them and bring some people to worship. Well, there already are because you're talking to me on one of their statues right now called Skype. That's not one of their... I'm talking to the technology god himself who makes these statements. You know, so... It, it, it's hard for people in today's world to believe in a deity that doesn't show himself, that shows no respect, shows no compassion for his creations. Why should anyone in today's society believe in a deity that, for all intents and purposes, is gone? And you're wrong who doesn't show himself because there's also many people who can tell you of miracles mm -hmm. that have taken place in their lives can because of their knowing Jesus Christ. So he is mm -hmm. invisible, but not invisible to those people. So does he have certain people that he takes care of and other people he doesn't? No, but he has certain people who have a born-again relationship with him mm -hmm. and because of that they have a spiritual dimension that the rest of the people don't and the scripture even speaks of that because of their belief mm -hmm. they are given something a little different but and does, the world hates them but for does, it. doesn't the scripture also also say in the final days beware of the false prophets yes how do we know you're not a false prophet the scripture gives tests for false prophets. And I will hand it to you in one area. When you said before we, we, we took a break mm -hmm. that in the area of Bible prophecy, there's a lot of teachers. And you're right. There's teachers mm -hmm. that I teach against. There are teachers that are coming out with some very ridiculous things who are false prophets. <laughs> well, a false prophet, in my opinion, is one who teaches Bible prophecies that do not come true. Well, who's to say they don't come true? All I have been doing mm -hmm. is showing where they are coming true. All right, so, so show, us a, show us a few of them. Well, one of the things I talk about is the evidence that we're in the end times, and that is that when Jesus stated the signs that would come before the end, because mm -hmm. people were asking him these signs, he compared them to the birth pangs of a woman and a, the birth pangs of a woman can be charted through a fetal monitor so we can see what those spikes look like. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the rates of the different social ills that we are facing, mm -hmm. uh, rates of addiction, the rates of the natural disasters, the hurricanes, various things, 
you'll see on a chart that they follow the same pattern that Jesus gave a couple of thousand years ago. And you see the spike going straight up, just like the birth pang, just like mm -hmm. a woman in hard labor, starting from about the year 1990. Okay. So that's one area. But what about when the stock market hits a nice um, product or a nice stock and it spikes? That's a good spike, not a bad spike. Right, but the products and commerce, that doesn't have to do, those are not the signs that Jesus gave. He didn't give the signs in the economy. He gave different signs. Another area is the rebirth of the nation of Israel in mm -hmm. 1948. Yeah. That was another major sign. A lot of your prophecies center around the nation of Israel. We also see sure. in Bible prophecy the third temple. Well, about 20 years ago, there was no talk of a third temple. Now, not only is there talk of a third temple, but you already have a group in Israel mm -hmm. who have already, they have the priests, they have the garments, they have the utensils, yeah. everything is already set. So, so we are seeing these things that are just unbelievable, but, as well as what's happening in technology. Uh, and also, I point to the European Union as well, as the final world empire, because we see this in the book of Daniel and the Revelation, and you're seeing the European Union, no matter mm -hmm. what the media says, no matter what what crisis they face since about 1990 again you have watched the eu just steadily grow into and, a world empire but you can take any point in history and apply anything that you just said to that point in history you can you can say that about the you know going back to the industrial revolution for goodness sake no, this yeah, is yes, no, not at all, because Israel was not a nation. So Israel's for, a nation, big deal. They were a, Weren't they a nation during the biblical times? They were a nation, and then they dispersed. Don't they there have, was no nation. Don't they have the right to become a nation again? Historically, it was not happening. Look, Not until in the year 18 and 1900s was the year of the nation state, where we got away from empires and it became the years of the nation state. Many nation oh, states Wait a second, formed. wait a second, wait a second. What about the, the British Empire, for goodness sake? They were the ones that the Balfour Declaration established the nation of Israel. So, yes, the nation states, the French, Germany, mm -hmm. are the nations that we now have, yeah. many of those formed in the 18 and 1900s. It was a trend. Israel formed in 1948 in line with that trend. So what's wrong with that? Now, well, here's another trend. Now we're going away from the nation state again. Your federalist ideology mm -hmm. in Europe is all about globalism and all about the nation state being an outmoded traditional form of government and we're into geopolitically what is now the age of empires well that's because and people change philosophies change ideas change it's called free will isn't that what you call it in the bible free but will it is lining exactly with what is predicted and you have so many of these pieces that are coming together Coincidence? So many of them. No, it's not a coincidence. All right. Prove to me there's a God. I can't prove to you there's a God. You got you have to have faith. The proof is in, my proof would be the 
unfolding of Bible prophecy and the things that I've just talked to you about. Bible says you have to have the faith of a child. The thing about the God of the Bible is he's, we can't comprehend him. Just like you're stating, why does he allow death? There's yeah. not a one of us that hasn't asked that. Why does he allow all these then things? Then why don't we get answers? The answers are in the scriptures, but we don't understand. He says, my ways are not your ways. I mean, we can't comprehend him. We need the faith of a child. There's almost this, this incredible storybook feel of the revelation of the in within the scriptures we we see apollyon in revelation which is this this demonic power that's let out and we see you know gabriel and mm. and michael these archangels and war in heaven there's there's a whole world alongside our world that we just can't comprehend okay, let me ask and you, who's let me... to say we are to understand him we're, we're men and women we're, we're not sheep to... anymore we don't need a shepherd we're, that time has passed anyone who needs a shepherd is weak the strong do not need shepherds. The strong do not need that to be is, led by the nose. You think it's strong being a born-again Christian? No, I don't. I that think, is one of the toughest things, sure. coming out for Christ. Mm -hmm. If I were to go out right now okay. in, in a parking lot mm -hmm. and start preaching Jesus, I can guarantee you I would either be beat to death or killed. Oh, come on. Now Nobody you're going to an extreme. Now you're, now, oh, absolutely. now you're being an extremist. You're being no, an extreme. Yes, you it, are. It, yes, you are. Come on, come on, come on, come on. negative impact. People do not want to hear the Bible. They don't want to hear about Jesus. Because they don't need to. This is why, this is why the, place, this is why the Bible is, has not, is, is being out of schools. Religion is being out of schools because of the turmoil, because of the inconsistencies, because of the, the growth of society. The growth of society yeah. and I and the Bible is coming out because it's the forces of evil that are just taking over in but society. But that is how you see it. That is how you see it. And as far as other religions being formed, good. Who cares? People have the right to believe in what they want to believe. You, as a person, do not have the right to say that just because they're forming a religion, it does not follow the confines of your beliefs that they are wrong. I didn't say. I'm not talking about other religions mm -hmm. here. I'm talking about the God of the Bible. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. And I'm saying that there is hatred for that. And if I were to go in certain venues, and I've watched it on YouTube, people oh, there, will there, be out there preaching, is, there and is a... people just are ready to lynch whoever is preaching. Now, I've seen now you, you, sound, you sound like a very smart lady, but when you start saying watch it on YouTube, come on, that's just like... That YouTube is a video version of any tabloid trash that you can find in the supermarket. Oh, first of all... That's where you're wrong. No, that's YouTube where I'm right. YouTube is viewed by a billion, uh, it has a billion hits a day or so something So it's got like a billion that. losers a day watching no, it. No, it's not. Every major news network is on YouTube. All of the press releases that mm. I consult that come yeah. out of either Washington, that come out of the European Union, uh -huh. everything is on YouTube. And YouTube 
is a place where people will tweet. Let's say if you're on Facebook, mm -hmm. usually you'll see something trending, especially among Christians. When there's a story like that and well, somebody is reference. getting attacked for their mm -hmm. faith, we usually will, will share those stories. And yes, YouTube, every major news network in the United States and around the world has now a presence on YouTube. Well, sure it does. You don't it's have marketing. A it's marketing. radio station has a presence it's on YouTube. It's marketing, for God's sake. Come on. Let's be realistic. It has important. nothing to do with validity. It has everything to do with marketing. Well, it's money. Uh, okay, so are you invalid because you're on YouTube? Everybody needs to be on YouTube if they want to be. It's part of the whole thing It's now. part of marketing. Absolutely. It's part of social branding. It's part of social networking. There's a lot of crap on YouTube, just like 95% of everything on the Internet is crap. I'm not. I'm talking about seeing people who are giving their faith mm -hmm. practically getting lynched in Canada or the United States. I believe it happened in the U.S. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the X Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Erica Gray is our guest. Don't go away. Network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN TV. For more information on the X Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Erica, if I, I first of all, I must applaud you for your belief. I, I, I truly do. But it sounds like you're an atheist. No, I'm Are you a, an atheist? I'm a realist. I'm a realist. I want proof of everything. I want proof that aliens are real. I want proof that Bigfoot exists. I want proof that ghosts are real. I want proof that God is real. There's nothing wrong with that. 
That's called being no, a realist. What's interesting, though, about you being like that, though, Why? is that your radio show is all about uh, stuff where there's no real, where there's no proof. Because I keep doing this. I keep like doing this show because I want the proof. If the proof is out there, we'll talk about it. If there is no proof, we'll expose it. And that's why this show is so popular. 26 years, five nights a week, four guests a week. People want wow, the truth. Great. People want the truth. And other shows, other members of the media don't give it to them. They give it slanted stuff. They don't ask hard questions. They don't ask for proof. So I admire you for your belief. And there's so many questions that cannot be answered unless you believe. Like, do we need the Vatican? Do we need churches? No, they're money grabs. You know, you've got a multi-billion dollar industry in Catholicism. You've got money being made in churches. They're, they're charitable organizations that, that just reap in the cash. You've got evangelists begging for money on television, filling the coffers. Religion has destroyed itself. And there are so many people who now look at religion and say, we don't want it in society because it is tainted. Whether you you see it that way or not, but this is a way a lot of people are looking at religion. You know, uh, but we're not a religion. I'm not about religion. What are you about? I just got back from the Vatican. I'll be doing an expose on uh -huh. Revelation 17 and 18. Okay, so, I have so, another book that'll be coming all right, out. So, so what are you about? A walk, personal walk with Jesus Christ. You it's met a him? relationship. It's not a religion. Have you met it's Jesus? Having met him personally where did in you, the Spirit. Where did you meet him? In the spirit. Where? I sought him. Why? The Bible says if you seek him, he will reveal himself to you. Why did you seek him? Because at the time, I wanted to know if the Son of God was real, if, there, if he really existed, mm -hmm. why was there no, why was he not having an impact in my life? And I truly sought him in my heart. And you found him. Yes. And what did he tell you? All of a sudden, that book that you were talking against at the beginning of the show. Oh, wait a minute. Very, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on here. Hold like on here. Hold on here. Hold on. Off the page. Hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on here. Things I, I had never understood before. I was not talking against the book. I was not talking against the book. I was quoting that book and quoting it in a way that a lot of people are asking these very important questions today. If the book, the Bible is the greatest book that has ever been sold. It's, you know, like, come on, let's face it. It's a money grab. They don't give it away unless you're a Gideon, then you get one for free. But church is an organization, no matter what church, no matter how you follow, it is money-based. The more parishioners you have, the more members you have, the stronger you are. In many ways, Religion is like a cult, except for some reason people look at religion as being a good cult. No, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of religion that is exactly what you just said. Exactly. Right. And this is the religion people see. And by the way, this is the religion that's in, written about in Revelation 17 and is judged during but, the tribulation. You see, there, 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 it seems to be a double standard here. Like you can have all these religions 
doing wrong against the Bible and the will of God and, and what Jesus talked about. And that's okay. But you've got these people in earlier history that were destroyed, killed by the person who claims to have created them. It makes no sense. And you're telling me because it's a great mystery, a supernatural story, it's not supposed to make sense? What I'm saying is we can't comprehend it. We know it has something. We know it has to do with Satan. We know that Satan, his realm mm -hmm. is here on the earth. Yeah. And once the fall of man took place, that's the mystery. The mystery is to why of all of that. And the Bible says that we, we're not going to understand that at this point. And it is a mystery, but it has something to do with the supernatural world that's okay. alongside of ours, this battle of the ages between Satan, and we see it culminating at the time of the revelation. Let me ask and, you, I'm sorry, let me ask you this, let me ask you this, this is a very simple question. If God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, if God destroyed everything on earth except for Noah and his family, if God destroyed a bunch of Egyptians, why didn't God destroy Satan? That's one of the, well, actually Satan is destroyed and it is predicted. It is one of the prophecies, but why he didn't destroy him earlier. Yeah. That's a mystery. It's beyond our comprehension. Why is everything behind that? Why is everything beyond our comprehension? Because I, can you comprehend it? I don't believe it. <laughs> I, I, that's why you don't believe it because you can't comprehend it. That's right. There, it makes no sense. And if something yes. doesn't, you, do, you, do you ever watch Judge Judy on TV? Yes. Okay, she it. says if she if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, then it is a duck. And, right. And when we look at the Bible, it's a great story. Like, listen, I'm going to tell you something. The Ten Commandments, you live by the Ten Commandments, you'll ha live a great life. You really will. But that's about it. That's about it. There's a lot of parables. There's a lot of, there's a lot of lessons. But when it comes to meat and potatoes, it desires a lot to be left. There's a lot of people's lives who have been changed because of Jesus Christ. There's people who have miracles that have taken place, and you can't, right, you can't prove that. Mm -hmm. It's a person giving a testimony. Even the apostles, what they saw, what they witnessed, was their testimony. I mean, at the end, it's, it's a testimony, but it is something we're testifying of what we have experienced. I've had a lot of supernatural things happen in my life. I've had answers to prayer. I've seen things in Bible prophecy mm -hmm. literally unfold. Do you think I would keep doing this? Yeah. If that didn't happen? Yeah, I do. My faith would have been shattered a long time ago. But religion is a great gig. Look at, let me see, look at uh, Billy... Billy Graham, look at uh, Jimmy Swigert, look at Oral Roberts. Hey, religion is a big gig these days because so many people are looking for answers that they can't seem to find anywhere else because they don't have the willpower, they don't have the desire, they don't have the ability to think for themselves. And these are the sheep who are looking for shepherds. Big business religion. I happen to like Billy Graham. I don't look at him as big business religion, but I do agree with you. There are those out there. I believe I did a piece on Creflo Dollar when he wanted a jet mm -hmm. and his congregation is giving for a jet. So 
there is that. But among those are real evangelists who do happen, like Billy Graham, to amass a following. Give me another couple of names of evangelists who are real, in your opinion. I don't follow a lot of, I'm so busy following news Mm -hmm. um, and following just my own work is so time consuming. I don't have a lot of time. Uh, There's another fellow, and of course his name is on the tip of my tongue, uh, Charles Stanley. There's a lot of people who um, really like his preaching. I've heard his preaching. He seems very good. Um, But unfortunately, I'm not familiar with a lot of the names because I just don't have the time right. to watch that. And right. I go to my own church. Mm-hmm. What, about, what about Jimmy Baker and Tammy Faye? They built millions of people out of millions of dollars. Jimmy Swigert slept with a prostitute, for God's sake. You know, and you've got all these other great, wonderful people who cried on TV in the name of God to give them money because God wanted them to do this, God wanted them to do that. And they built people out of millions. So why should we believe anyone who says that they are doing anything in the name of God. The Bible says that by their fruits, you know them. And look at how the person lives. You get to know the person. People probably are giving money too quickly to some of these things. Mm -hmm. But there are the genuine people out there. Well, I think that to be genuine, like if, if there were people out there who were like Jesus, you know, who kind of did it on the side of a river without a big church behind them, without all the marketing, without all the, without all the um, social media behind them. I'd have more faith in it, but there isn't. So I have no faith in religion anymore. But it's who you're looking at. You're looking at, I mean, I can understand how you feel looking mm-hmm. at the bakers uh, and even some I mean, it's astounding what some of the ministries are bringing in. I think Joel Olstein is another one I've heard about and how they're living. Mm-hmm. That, that's not how you, how you would really want to live. Well, if, you know, if I, I hate to do this, but we're running out of time. My final words are that, you know, if, if all the churches in the United States, Canada, and around the world were to sell off their assets and give the money to the poor, the hungry, the needy, then I'd have more faith in religion than I do. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Oh, boy. I know, Craig. I know. I know, my friend. Uh, by the way, this young lady has a Bible prophecy um, show on YouTube, so no wonder she's uh, very friendly with YouTube. We'll be back. Don't go away.